Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. We are focused on the gospel of Jesus Christ, on helping people understand the gospel in its fullness so that it's easier for them to come to faith and to share their belief in Jesus Christ. We've been talking about the New Testament, the Old Testament, the Second Temple period context around gospel, the fact that it wasn't just about Jesus Christ being crucified and raising from the dead, but also about Jesus Christ being declared king and Jesus Christ as God. One of the moments that we see this, I think, uh, and and we actually miss this most of the time, but I think it's a really amazing picture, is in the way that Luke announces the birth of Jesus in his gospel. We have four gospels for a reason, not to necessarily give us conflicting accounts, as, as the skeptics like to see, uh, not necessarily to give us um, you know, n- new uh, details, although that is also true, um, but to give us different perspectives and to highlight for different audiences who Jesus was, what his life, death, and resurrection meant for people, whether they were Jew, Gentile, whether they were Greek or Roman. This is why we have multiple Gospels. Luke's announcement of Jesus' birth, we see that there are shepherds out in the field. These shepherds are are, guarding their sheep. They're out at night. It's cold. And an angel appears to them. And this angel announces that Jesus is born. This angel tells them who Jesus is, that a savior is born. A king is born. The one that they have been waiting for, the Messiah has been born. And when the angel announces this, we suddenly see a multitude of angels in the sky proclaiming glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill to men. One of the details we can forget is that there is peace on earth because God reigns, because of the victory of God. You see, leading up to this point, there had been a lot of of evidence that God was preserving his people, but he was not yet bringing his reign in full to all the world. You had other leaders that had different ideas about how to rule their nations. You had other gods people believed in, and these gods were taken seriously. And so to say, that God, Yahweh, Jesus reigns, is God. These were proclamations against the leaders, the rulers, the authorities, the gods of the people around Israel. So to properly say that there is peace on earth, you can only do that when you're announcing the victory of God over these kings, over these gods. This is what we mean when we proclaim the gospel. 
And one of the things that we see here, if we look a little bit more closely, you actually look at the Greek behind this proclamation of the angels. It's not a heavenly choir. We do not see angels in their robes with their harps singing something about Jesus. That is a modern misunderstanding of this picture. In fact, it probably goes back long before modern times. The word that we see, stratias in Greek, is what you uh, is often translated as a multitude of the heavenly host. So host. But it's better translated as a multitude of the heavenly army. See, that word is related to soldiers, to warfare, to armies. So what we have here is an angel proclaiming the good news to these shepherds that the king is born, the Messiah is born, the one that they have hoped for to deliver their people is born, that God himself has come in the flesh. And when that announcement is done, you actually see their eyes opened to see the army of God proclaiming glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill to men. There is peace on earth because God reigns. This, this was not the end of the war. It was not the total victory. We are still awaiting that. But this, as people like to describe it, was D-Day. This is when the army of God got to see God himself become flesh, come down to earth, and claim his territory, and claim his sovereignty over all of the earth, over and against the kings, over and against the spiritual powers, over and against the so-called gods of the nations. No, they did not reign. They were not in control. They are not the ones that reign over their territory or reign over everything under heaven. There is only one who does that. And that one, that one God, that true God, the creator of heaven and earth, was now incarnate in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes as a sign to them, as something odd that they could look at to know that this was true. I don't know about you, but that creates a different picture of Christmas than I am used to. It creates a different picture of this announcement that I am used to. These angels were not celebrating simply because Jesus is born, but because Jesus is God and King, and the battle for earth was about to begin in a new way. They were about to see the unfolding of the victory of Jesus, of the victory of God. Thank you for joining me. I hope that was inspiring. We look forward to next time where we are going to talk about the cross as Jesus's coronation. Go ahead and like and subscribe. Share this with your friends. Write reviews so we can get the word out and help equip Christians to share the gospel with everyone they know. God bless. 
You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Raise us up to bed.